At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line as we say hi on a Thursday. Thank you again to Vinny for stopping by. Again, Green Bay, he feels as though Arizona could be closing seven here. And Chris Andrews behind the book here at South Point said the same thing. Six and a half still across the board. Fifty and a half for the total Thursday night football with Green Bay at Arizona. Michael, I wanted to ask you, we've got the trade deadline coming up on November 2nd. And mm-hmm. so far we've seen, you know, Joe, Bla- Joe Flacco back with the Jets. Uh linebacker depth in Mark Denver. Ingr- Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram went just to, went back to Young New Orleans. To yep. Yeah. Ertz to the Cardinals. So expectations uh, as far as the trade deadline, what can we expect to see here? Well, I, I think you expect to see some of these teams that have cap room. I mean, you know, like let's just take Deshaun Watson. I mean, the the Miami Dolphins only have 2.1 million of cap room. They would have to do something, trade to a you know, do something to create to create the move to create the room to get them on. A lot of teams don't have the cap room to make big time trades to do all that. But pieces here and pieces there. I think Houston obviously is is holding a fire sale. I mean, I'm not quite sure what Houston is doing. You know, I mean, I, I said it this summer. I thought they had a good team. They had a lot of good younger, not a good team. I thought they had a lot better players than we gave them credit for. You know, when you looked at, they had the Mark Ingrams, the Andre Roberts. Well, now they've just re- they've gotten rid of all of them. You know, they've gotten rid of all of them, and and they're down to a really just a pile. Of, I'm sure they'll trade Brandon Cooks if they can. You know, I mean, you know, they signed Danny Amendola. Like, why would you sign an older player when you're a young team? Like, I'm not sure what's the plan down there. It sounds like, it looks like, sounds like, it looks like they're tearing it down. 
and it's not very impressive the way they are tearing it down. So, uh, it, it, you know, I think there'll be teams like that. Obviously, Houston, you know, I mean, Jacksonville's another team. I think, you know, what, what are they going to do? You know, to me, the thing is, what's your plan, right? What is your plan? I mean, you're the New York football Jets. Your, your execution on offense has been atrocious. Defensively, you were not very good. You didn't have C.J. Mosley last week, but what's the plan? How are we going to get better? The GM's been there three years. This is third season. So, you know, I mean, like, where are we going here? And you mentioned Brandon Cooks. So this is for betters. And I'm always, we're always trying to look for some keys here. So the Rams at Houston, numbers 14 and a half, undecided still on the quarterback with the Texans. But the reason I bring up Brandon Cooks, because when Mark Ingram was traded yesterday, Michael, immediately, like 10 minutes later, Brandon Cooks tweeted, this is BS such a joke. We know what he was alluding to. Yeah. So you wonder if it starts to it starts a spider uh, it's within that locker room. It's affect the team. Yeah, because there's no look. What you want to be able to sell to your team as the general manager is the head coach, and you have a plan. And this is part of the plan. But when you're constantly that the Jets, the, the the Texans look to me like the team that you know the farmer who lays all the seeds in his field, and then after two weeks he starts digging up the ground to see if the seeds are taken. That's the way the Texans look to me. Like they, where's the plan? I mean, if why did you sign Ingram to to trade Ingram? The plan starts in in April. It doesn't start in October. You don't adjust the plan. You don't go from we're going to add veteran leadership, bring people in here, and then all of a sudden start dumping them in October. It doesn't make any. Where's the plan? And you, as a leader, you get mixed messages. You get sent something that you really don't know. And I, and I think that's the biggest issue. And I think the trade deadline will have an impact on some of those decisions and some of those if teams can take salary cap. We talked about it yesterday. Odell Beckham, like, look, would they love to get rid of Odell Beckham? Certainly. Who's going to take on the 16? You know, you're going to pay $8 million a year for the rest of the year to get what? What am I getting out of it? The It's a trade deadline that generally kind of under the radar. Um, but, you know, the Ertz addition is big. The even Stefan Gilmore to care. These, these are, these are trades that can make a difference. The big one in the name that everybody keeps on focusing on is Deshaun Watson. And I wonder how much of the now kind of throwing darts from the Texas or Texans organization has to do with the fact that they just had no clue how this thing was going to turn out with Watson. Yeah. And, and I've defended them. And I think to me, the biggest issue that I have the biggest problem with is they've made no attempt to really connect with, to try to patch it up with Watson. I mean, they've made right. no attempt, whether he doesn't want to patch it up, but they didn't fly to see his mother. You know, they didn't, nothing in the offseason did they make any attempt to patch it up with him, which is, to me, somewhat concerning. Like, where are you going? You've watched Davis Mills play now. He's not ready to play. You might have hurt his career by the way you've played him. I mean, the guy's just seeing the game's moving way too fast for him. Does appear the Panthers. But, you know, it's funny. It's um, it's please. funny. All these young teams that took these quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks, you know, they all, you know, they all, what is the plan? Like Justin Fields, what's the plan for him? You don't see it. Zach Wilson, what was the plan for Zach? You know, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I think he's done a nice job. I think they're, I don't know, I think because of the because of their offensive coat, Schottenheimer and Bevel, there's a, you see a semblance of a plan. I'm not sure it's the right one, but you see one. But, I mean, what is the plan? The only team, Mac Jones, there's a plan there. Trey Lance, they don't really have a. I mean, Trey Lance wasn't ready to play, and they know that, so they didn't. They didn't have a plan for him. 
Let's look at them individually then. How about Wilson? They didn't have a vet. vet. How you're adding Flacco? The a novice fan could have said before the season started. How do you not have a vet? You needed a veteran backup. You needed a veteran backup back in uh, back in April. But you know, you got Joe Douglas who has been on a honeymoon. I mean, Joe Douglas could do no wrong. I, I mean, Joe Douglas is gold. He's gold. I mean, you know, Joe Douglas. I mean, you know, he can do no wrong. And, you know, every pick is the greatest pick of all time, but the team looks like crap. I mean, like, why are the Patriots that much better than the Jets? They're both playing young quarterbacks. Well, the Patriots have a better – well, everybody says the Patriots can't draft. Well, the Patriots spend a lot of money in free agency. So do the Jets. Like, why is it so bad? What's the difference? You know, you, you picked a coach that, that basically, you know, if you did your homework – are you sure he's really the really the guy that you want leading the entire world? His best friend is is Mike Lafleur. They were best men in each other's weddings. Are you going to fire him after the season? Because mm. he deserves to be fired after that. He's not a coordinator. What are you he's seeing? Not a coordinator. What are you seeing I mean, from his play calling? Just basic rudimentary stuff. No, no flow. It, it's it's rudimentary stuff. I mean, they can't. There's no execution. There's no building of strength. They scored zero points in the first quarter this year, Patrick. That's they scored twenty points in the second quarter. That's unbelievable. They're behind forty-four to nothing when they after seven games in the after after six game uh, they've only played they had the bye week right yeah after six games. As far as preparedness, can't think of being more prepared than that first drive of a game, and he's yet to capitalize. Right. That, that's usually that's usually what happens. You come out, you have a nice first drive, and then the other team adjusts, and then all of a sudden, but I mean, you score twenty points in the first half. Twenty points in the first half mm. combined. That's it. In six games. I mean, I have no idea how they beat Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee, you know, but, I mean, they've scored against New England, which is not a – I wouldn't say they were great. They scored 19 points against New England. I mean, Denver shut them out. And we know Denver's not a great team. Conversely, the big story there is you've got a defensive-minded head coach in New England who hadn't scored much go ahead and drop 51 on you. It's embarrassing. Right. Right, and, and you know the quarterback, the rookie quarterback, I mean, played well. And the opponents' opponents' quarterback rating against the Jets' defense is one hundred two point two. You Yikes. know, I mean, they're not a; they never were a great defense. They could rush. They play. They played hard up front. I mean, they'll give the Bengals a little bit of trouble, I think, early in the game because their defensive front, you know, especially if Mosley plays, will put some pressure. I mean, Burrow gets hit so much, you know. It, that, that offensive line for Cincinnati still isn't very good. The, the strength of Cincinnati has been their ability for their defense and their defensive line of pressure in your quarterback. But here they are. They're going to go win a game with Mike White. I mean, this is a kid who's never played before, you know? I mean, how, you get, how could you leave your team that blind from behind? Then you trade for Flacco, who really wasn't with you. Flacco was with the, with the other offense. He was with Adam Gase's offense. Like, but you know, Joe Douglas came in under the he was the savior. So there's never been a moment of bad press. I mean, if I would have made some of the moves that Douglas made, I would have been ridiculed forever. I'd have been fried. Why doesn't? That's a good question. Why does he seem to get such positive press? He's got a really good. He comes from the DaCosta school, the Baltimore guy. They get good putt. They have a great way of networking. But the pedigree doesn't match up the reality of what's happened with these draft picks and these. Well, but free agent but moves. but when you're in that pedigree, when you're in that whole persona, Phil, you know so he was responsible for the Eagles Super. Like seriously, like tell me how great their drafts are. The one draft that his first draft has been almost a bust. They don't even put Denzel Mims on the field. No, no. 
I mean, Jet fans see this now. I mean, you know, they see this. They see that the reality. Then he, then he hired a guy that if you understand the game of football completely, that you hired a guy that was playing one front, one coverage, that wasn't really doing anything. And now you make him and put him in charge of a multi-billion dollar corporation. Are you serious? Same guy that embarrassed himself in an interview with my Lions, by the way. Who were begging? All they wanted to do was all they wanted to do was hire Salah. Trust me, he's even from Dearborn. Even they recognized it. Even even they recognized it. I, I said this from the beginning. I didn't think Salah would be a very good head coach because I didn't think he was going to be a true head coach. And I think from what we've seen over six games, I think that's proven to be true. Now, can he get better? We'll see. We'll see. But he's got. He hired a really bad defense offensive coordinator. Who scored, you know, very little points. I mean, and, and he's got a young quarterback who's getting the crap beat out of him. And now he's hurt. Shocking, right? It is shocking. By the way, on a positive tip, I was digging through some of the Burrow numbers. When pressured, what this kid's doing is insane. Because he's constantly pressured. In some blue. Burrow, he's, he's great. He's always under pressure. He's great. I mean, Chase is great, but they could have used the left tackle, too. Don't You know, Chase is great. But the, they, they, that line is going to be the downfall of the team. Zach Taylor should give Burrow whatever he wants. Christmas present, Hanukkah prep, whatever he wants, because yeah. he's making up for a lot of deficiencies. A lot. Because, a lot of my sins. gosh, the deodorant. Is he he's the deodorant. He, he is. He smells good. When we come back, our buddy Amal Shaw is going to join us right here. We'll talk survival. Oh, boy. <laughs> here comes your Uh-oh. boy. Here comes your boy. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, check out the betting splits. You heard Michael talking about them earlier. They're over at vcin.com. Latest betting splits on every game. Find out which games are seeing the most tickets written. Odds, data, analysis for every game. Start your next sports bet right now. vcin.com. Make, make sure to bookmark it. Okay, odds on, of course, Amal and Mike coming up right after us here on the Lombardi line. And we head out to the Circa. Uh, it's a great book, mm. by the way. Uh, Michael stayed there. I w- had an opportunity to go check it awesome. out. Awesome. Gorgeous, gorgeous. A stadium swim is great as well. And, and hang out with Derek Stevens right there at the long bar. You can hang out and drink some Bacardi and rum with, Bacardi <laughs> rum with him and hang out. He'll have a have class full, that's for sure. Uh, Amal, hi. Hello. How are we doing, Amal? Good stuff. <laughs> well, thanks. How are I you mean, guys? I didn't know. I didn't know everyone taking a vow of silence today or what. So, uh, no, Survivor. We're, we're anxious to have you here. We brought. Yeah, let's go. Well, let's talk about it, Amal. Let's see. You've got. We know you use Cincinnati in the Jacksonville game. So you know this is a pretty good Survivor week. If you didn't use the Rams, which I don't know if you did or not. I don't remember if you I did use not. the Rams. I think you have not. So the Rams are certainly a consideration. Probably the best time to use them would be now. Uh, my other my other team would be, as I look over the board, it would take a lot of guts to use Seattle against Jacksonville. I think it would take a lot of guts to do that. Uh, but, you know, to me, uh, but if you haven't used Buffalo, Buffalo against Miami, those would be the options. Uh, I would agree with you to a certain extent. A couple of factors in play here. First of all, taking the Seahawks, you have to have the guts of a Navy SEAL to use them this week. I just don't trust Geno Smith. Hmm. I don't think he realizes when you're trailing you want to throw the football. They also don't realize on fourth and five, you're probably not going to block the kick. Stay on sides and give your offense as much time as possible. Uh, so I'm not going to touch the Hawks here and Jacksonville coming off of a bye. But you mentioned the Rams against Houston. I think this is going to be a huge play for a lot of people, Michael. But I'm not going to be taking this one. Uh, I'm uh, In Buffalo, uh, I think this one a lot of people are going to be on. I'm also going to be passing on that one. I'm going to be going to Arrowhead Monday night. Chiefs, only spot I see remaining on the board to use the Chiefs here. I like Kansas City. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense there coming off the loss. And, uh, you know, a lot of people probably have used – a lot of people have used Kansas City going up. But I think if you didn't use Kansas City, what would be your second choice? Where would If you uh, didn't use Cincinnati, would you play Cincinnati this week on the road? 
I probably would, wouldn't be thrilled about it, but I think there's a few options here. I think you're going to see an overwhelming number of people. I would say probably close to 80, 90 percent of the people are going to be combined on the Rams, the Bills, and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. The one thing that concerns me a little bit with Cincinnati is anytime a team gets embarrassed in the NFL, think guys back to last year when the Seahawks absolutely destroyed the Jets in Seattle. They go down to Los Angeles and knock off the Rams. Anytime a team gets embarrassed, we saw the Bengals embarrass the Lions at home. Extremely competitive. Matthew Stafford's on the other side of the ball playing for the Lions. They win that game instead of Jared Goff. By the way, Michael, what the hell were scouts looking at when this guy was the number one pick? <laughs> Goff? Yeah. Yeah, Goff. I mean, this, I mean listen, Stevie Wonder me. can see I mean, he can't play. I don't play. know them all. I, I, I don't know. I can go through my Twitter and tell. I mean, I've been called an idiot. There's people on ESPN that do Monday Night Football that think Goff was great. You can go back and read his tweets. You know, and uh, talk about how great dad. it is. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, seriously, like, you go back and read, you know, everybody. There was a, you know, and the Eagles settled. It's a little bit like, you know, Tom Telesco is honest when he said, look, we were going to take either Tua or Herbert, whoever the, whoever the Dolphins didn't take. He got lucky, you know? Yeah. Goff is the type really of quarterback lucky. you got to watch snap to snap to snap to conceptualize the ineptitude. It's that bad. He, he, I love yeah, the way see, you phrase that. When I watch golf, when I watch golf, though, to me, the biggest issue with golf from the first time I saw golf was his anticipation. Was unless he was forced to throw the ball through play action pass, he wasn't going to be able to really cut it loose. He didn't have enough confidence that, that he didn't have that innate instinct. And so what McVeigh did with them brilliantly his first couple seasons was everything was play action. We're going to fake the ball here. You're going to roll out to the right, and you're going to throw it either A to B. And one of them are going to be wide open. Okay, good, I can do that. Now, when we get behind in games and we have to throw drop-back passes, it's going to be a little harder, and that's when you're going to melt. And then when it gets really cold, there's a table for two for you by the heater. You might want to go sit over there, you know, because it's too cold for you. So, I mean, all those things start to add up. I mean, literally, I, I mean, I went on Rich Eisen's show when I was living in Los Angeles, and I got, and people sent me that clip, you know, you're an idiot. I, I never bought into golf. It was, to me, it was clear as, the, as, as day. And I would tell, and I had people from the Rams would come by my office in, in, in Los Angeles, and we would talk about football, and I would say, Are, do you guys see it? No, we love golf. You're wrong on golf. Okay, I'm wrong on golf. No, you're right. You're right. And Amal, Amal, he's he's owed, what, the next three years he's still owed money. Maybe the Lions can get out of it after 22, but uh, that's a tough spot to be in. It's one of the worst contracts in the history of sports. It really was. It's (laughs) one of the worst contracts in history. But nobody talks about it. It's Nobody, disgusting. I mean, the, I, the amount of money, the ran, I mean, the amount of money, I mean, yesterday, Kroenke was at the league owners meeting saying that, you know, everybody's got to share in on his expenses for the St. Louis suit, which they all caught the owners by surprise. Meanwhile, I don't know how he isn't furious with his front office on the amount of money they've wasted on players. I mean, from Todd Gurley's hey. extension to Brandon Cooks to, you know, to all these guys. I mean, they've had so many of the worst contracts in football, golf. And they keep Patrick, doing to Michael's point, Patrick, to Michael's point on Todd Gurley, Michael said this to me a couple years ago off air. Um, I think it might have been during the Patriots-Rams Super Bowl. He said, Todd Gurley, the Patriots medical staff, did not clear him to potentially get a second contract, did not draft him. Hmm. They give him a long-term deal when nobody else is going to do it. You signed Jared Goff to this extension. I don't understand. Just like the Buffalo Bills, Michael, why would you go sign Josh Allen to this long-term extension right now? Let him go prove it for another year. What are you basing this right. on, one season? I, I just don't get it. You know, in your town, Philadelphia there, they gave Ryan Howard five years, $125 million when he had two years left on the deal. When are people going to find out, outside of Max Scherzer and a very minor number of 
different deals. Most of these deals don't work out. And I always use the number one and number two case study for me are uh, Albert Pujols in baseball. And then I realized a player is not as good generally when he leaves his team when the Patriots let go of Richard Seymour and sent him to the Raiders. That was kind of the flag for me that, hey, listen, if a player drafts you, they develop you, and then they decide to allow you to walk, they're seeing you on a day-to-day basis. There's something they're noticing that other teams have not been privy to. That's where there's a flaw. And generally speaking, when players leave via free agency, particularly in the NFL, it's very rare that you see the Reggie White type of success when he went to Green Bay and they won the Super Bowl. Usually speaking, guys, you see a massive failure and the deal ends up being two years of four because they end up releasing them and they bite the salary cap the next year on, excuse me, the signing bonus on their salary cap. Mm Mm-hmm. No, no, no doubt, and it's happened. I mean, the Rams have been Rams have been doing this constantly, and yet, you know, their owner seems to be fine with it. And now it's kind of interesting that now he's trying to defer some of the cost of this lawsuit onto the other owners. Uh, you know, it's like when does this stop? You know, but again, you know, they have a good, great coach, and the coach covers up the sins of the front office, and and that's what happens. And you you're able to do that when you work in harmony. Like it, the hardest thing sometimes, Samal, is to say, you know, you have to have the guts to say no. Like we're not doing that. Like Cleveland, I'm not. Point. We're not giving Baker Mayfield forty. I, I'm, no, we're not doing it. And and then you've got to be able to handle the media when the media is coming out there. Why won't you pay Baker? He's the best thing you have. And then the agents drive the drive the media and they create the story. You know how do you doing this? Well, reality of it, I I pay Baker Mayfield forty million. I've lost two really good players, and I need I, two I, good I players you- if I have Baker Mayfield. I think you make an excellent point, and this trickles down to college athletics as well. I don't understand when somebody's going to stand up and say, hey, listen, Jimmy Sexton, go fly a kite. Take your coach and go somewhere else. Majority of the coaches in college football are pedestrian to begin with anyway. Why are we sitting there overpaying these guys in these buyouts? Ed Orgeron, you're paying him $16 million. Remember he talked about <laughs> digging a hole for one of the callers on the show? I should have dug a hole for Ed Orgeron. <laughs> and by the way, I mean, I mean really, who was, your com- who was your competition for Ed? Like, who was going to hire Ed away from you? Like if you're the AD at LSU, I, and he just I think the Bunny Ranch. Kids, Ed, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. Ed, thanks very much. But you know, I mean, we know who you are, and we're going to have to have a really good staff. So you're capped at three million a year because we're going to have to pay a lot of pl- people on your staff to cover up for you. If you don't like that, go ahead. I'll find somebody else to take this job. But nobody has the guts to do that. The Bunny Ranch is a good line. But and by the way, they gave the girly the girly contract for funsies. They gave it to him early, an oft injured running yeah. back. They didn't have to do it. To your point about Josh Allen, wait, they, you can get, they can pay him whatever. Is there are there a couple of coaches, whether it be pro or college, a mall just to put you on the spot that you do respect when betting that you back. Well, you know, it, it depends on uh, conferences, smaller conference. One of the coaches I missed was Rocky Long because you could always count on his two, four, five defense. They were always very consistent. Uh, some of these other coaches that leave a lot to be desired. I think John Harbaugh is at the at the pinnacle of it. I, you know, listen, I think Harbaugh and Belichick are the two best game managers in the NFL. But I'm not giving them credit for being great man- game managers. I just think they're in a pool of 30 other guys that don't have much common sense. <laughs> I mean, Brandon Staley gambling when you've got Justin Tucker. Remember when they went for it on that fourth down, down 14 nothing. I mean, with Tucker's leg, you already knew they were in field goal range if they don't get another yard there. It, there's just certain unnecessary risk you see some of these teams take. Clock management, you constantly see it. Lack of understanding of it. Um, by the way, you know, speaking of good guys, from a coaching perspective, he won't get a head coaching job because he's a little bit older. I think Mark Whipple is a terrific offensive coach at Pittsburgh. He had to yes. suffer through Randy Shannon down in Miami. I think Whipple does a tremendous That's job a there. Uh, you know, I, I see LSU. I hope LSU brings in James Franklin. Seven and five, here we come in the bayou. Jerry DiNardo, welcome back home, baby. Whipple somehow got yeah, Narduzzi they to won't, open they won't, it They up won't on. hire Franklin. They're not hiring Franklin. 
They're not hiring. For Real, let's come back and discuss that. Amal Shaw, great no job. Amal Shaw won Thanks, on Twitter. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate Thank you, guys. You. Okay, odds on coming up next. Let's come back and discuss what you just said about Franklin and some of those openings. And Josh is going to join as well. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, make this football season the best one. Start your VEASAN free trial today. Get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet, bet emails, which is, again, this is all for 22 bucks. The emails was worth it. And you get the splits, find out where the money's going. You get all the data analysis. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, Michael Lombardi in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. We head out to New England and say hi to Josh Applebaum. Market Insights is the pod, of course, betting across America. And we say hi to Josh. How you doing, Josh? And what's up with the market update? Hey, guys. How you doing? Happy Thursday. Big day today, guys. Uh, you know, really just start off with this Thursday night football game. Really interesting movement that we've seen all week long that we've been monitoring. Uh, and obviously, just make it simple. Big move here toward Arizona based on all this COVID news. Remember, we saw this thing open, actually, Arizona uh, laying three and a half at home. And I was thinking early on, this is going to be a you know, public trendy dog toward the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is getting three and a half with the hook in a primetime game. Take it all day. But then everything changed, guys. Once the news of COVID came out, uh, Devontae Adams is not traveling, won't play in this game. Alan Lazard is also going to be out. So that caused a major adjustment in the market with Arizona now all the way up to minus six and a half. So I think we're looking at now, guys, if you had jumped on the Cardinals early, and this is the power of Twitter, especially in the NBA, we see this all the time, you know, load management, guys in or out. We see big line moves. If you can jump on that quickly, like if you're holding an Arizona, you know, minus three and a half, minus four, minus four and a half, you're good. You're, you're beating the closing line right now. So I think at this point, guys, there's a lot of value to take Green Bay plus six and a half. You're buying on bad news, which is kind of a classic contrarian mantra. And you're also getting uh, Aaron Rodgers as a dog, as an unpopular dog. At BetMGM, 60% of tickets are on Arizona here. Not crazy lopsided, but the public says, you know, especially with star players being out, Devontae Adams out, there's no way that the Packers can cover this number. But guys, what I was thinking is, can we get a seven, a plus seven on the Packers? couple books out there, square books were hanging seven, but really the market is unwilling to go there. So you could wait it out and see if you get a seven. Uh, but really the Packers, they match a lot of systems, guys. Contrarian in a heavily bet game. You're an inflated line dog here. Uh, and really some of this juice is, is kind of even minus 110. But I saw a couple shops, like I don't know if we get seven. It may come back down to six. Conference dogs plus seven and less, 35 and 20 against the spread this year, 64%. Primetime dogs, 14 and seven ATS, 67%. Road Dogs, 36 and 25, ATS, 58%. Here's a very interesting number here, Michael. Uh, Rodgers without Devontae Adams. I know this is apples and oranges, but with no Adams, Aaron Rodgers, 9-2 and two straight up, 8-3 and three ATS. So uh, what do you think, Michael? Is this overvaluing Adams, or uh, is there value now at, at Green Bay 6.5? Uh, what do you think of this game? I think there's a couple factors. I don't think it's just Adams that people are that the line moves so dramatically, right? I think it was because of the defense, because the defense coordinator's not going to be able to be at the game, you know, and then you add in Lassard and then you add in some of the guys that are also hurt, and then you flavor in the the Green Bay, you know, they haven't really looked good. I mean, Washington moved the ball for 400 yards against them playing at home. Now they could have been looking ahead. So I think there's a, it's it's kind of like the perfect storm. And I, I think the line opened up a little light. I actually do. I think the line probably, you know, I have it as a 7.3 game. And uh, I thought the line opened up a little light. I think that's why people jumped on it. I think it was too attractive, especially considering how well Arizona's played. Now, with Arizona having some of their own injuries coming back, I think you make a great point. I mean, if this gets to 7 
you've got a really good chance uh, to get a to to get the key number, and I think there'll be a reluctance. But Vinny, who was on the show earlier, indicated that we might get to seven. So yep. uh, I think it's a wait and see game. I think it's it is, but I could see why the line moved to Arizona more than just Adams, Josh. And just to reiterate, uh, Michael's number is closer to seven three. Uh, so we're headed potentially two seven. If it, again, Josh, time in the market can be uh, dubious at times, but uh, I would I would suspect right now if I'm a Packers backer, I may wait based on what Vinny said here because we could see a seven. Yeah, I think you're totally right here, Patrick. And again, kind of a mantra, and it's not you know tried and true every time, but bet favorites early, dogs late. So uh, again, typically the, this money, and you, it's not every time, but the favorite will get the majority of bets from the public. Oftentimes, the number moves to a favorite. So again, really, you miss the boat on Arizona. If they win by seven, they could win by fourteen. They could blow out the Packers. Right. But if you get in the habit of laying a six and a half, Patrick, and you talk about this all the time, I think it's important. You know, you're way off that open. You're really getting the worst of it here. So I think that creates a lot of value on Green Bay. And I would just mention, guys, you have a lot of under money coming in here as well. You know, the total open 52.5. It's down to 50.5. Uh, both these teams are profitable to the under so far this season. I think it's 5-2 and two Green Bay, 4-3 uh, and three Arizona. So uh, maybe a tighter, lower-scoring game here. Uh, and we have seen unders so far that fall in the NFL season. Unders around 56%. If they fall at least that point, they're around 58%. So a little bit of under money there as well. Yeah, the Packers under 4-0 their last four overall. Cardinals 5-0, and uh, excuse me. They're also point to unders, including, you take a look, 4-1 and their last five is a favorite, and then under is 18-8 and their last 26 at home is a favorite. Do what you want with that information. Josh, the tonight, Coastal. So Coastal's coming off that first loss of the year. They're still ranked 24. Uh, they got beat by what? App State. Um, they had a little bit of time here. Here comes Troy. I think Troy four and three on the year at Coastal there in Myrtle Beach. Open 18. Where's it sitting now? Yeah, so Patrick, seeing some movement here toward Troy. I'm looking at Troy plus the points tonight, guys. Number one, Coastal is a team that uh, kind of a you know a, an interesting team that a lot of people are are getting into the last few years because they kind of came out of nowhere. It's kind of like in college hoops when you get one of these you know pesky mid majors that everyone starts to love. Uh, Coastal, seeing them play great last couple of years. They're a big public play tonight, getting around three out of four bets. But what have we seen? Coastal actually opened at minus 18, guys. I saw an opener of minus 19. It's now down. We're showing 17.5 on our board. I'm seeing books now down to 17. So movement is going toward Troy, even though Coastal is the popular bet. Because why? They're ranked, at, I believe, 24th in the country or 25th, whereas Troy is unranked. But, guys, a couple reasons like Troy, other than just the line move in their favor. Uh, Troy's coming off a bye. So they've had extra time to rest, rehab, get ready, you know, game plan here. They won their last two games against Texas State, Georgia Southern prior to that. Uh, and really buying low on these unranked teams versus ranked teams. It's about 54% uh, this year. Nothing crazy. It's a little, little bit uh, better historically. But I think you're leaning on this Troy defense to maybe keep Coastal down a little bit. They're only giving up 285 a game in terms of yardage. Coastal's giving up 323. And Troy's only given up 94 yards on the ground. Their, their run defense has been really good. Coastal's given up 143. So I think everyone's just saying Coastal ranked. They'll, they'll just you know roll over Troy here. But the line's going to Troy, even though Coastal's the popular bet. Coming off a bye, unranked first-ranked conference spot here. Sunbelt road teams, weirdly, they're 56% ATS to the last decade. So taking a shot on Troy plus the points tonight, guys. Yeah, you know, it's just an, this is an interesting game because, you know, Coastal can run the ball. They average over six yards a carry, uh, and they can do it. But really, really good is they can throw the football effectively. They average almost 16.5 yards per pass, which is remarkable. And one thing about Troy's defense, as good as they played all year, they only give up just slightly under 20 points a game. They've given up, they've given up over 12 yards per play. So if Coastal's going to cover this number, it's going to be because they throw the football effectively, and Troy doesn't throw the football effectively. Troy averages under 
10 yards per pass play. And the one thing about Coastal, they can play run defense. So I think even though the line's moving towards Troy, I lean towards Coastal here. And we have an early season NBA trend coming from Josh, but we should just take a second to congratulate Michael on his Miami Heat because they went to the Nets last Thank night. You. They went to the Nets last Thank night you. and beat Never a 106-93. And Bam's playing great, and Tyler Hero's playing great. And Thank getting... you, Patrick. I'm glad you recognize that they're, they're playing like a team, a team that's built on mental toughness, the team that I think is important. That's what they are. Hats off to Pat Riley. Done a hell of a job. You got an early yeah. NBA trend here, Josh. What do you got? <laughs> Yeah, so Michael's Heat looking great right now, guys, and kind of involves last night's game, what we've seen in terms of totals this year. You know, last night's game, total 217.5 goes way, way under. So what I was noticing is a lot of these games are going under. So I start to dial up the database, dig in a little bit, under 7-3. and three. Last night, unders for the year, guys. I know it's only, you know, a little more than a week into, into the season here, but unders are 30, or let me get this right, 39-25, and 25, 61%, wow. cashing at a 61% clip. Here's the even better part, Patrick. If the total is a little bit higher, 220 or more, the under is 31 and 14, 69%. So you got to ask yourself, what's going on here with these totals? Well, number one, we do see early in the season, pretty much across all sports, scoring is a little bit lower. The defense is ahead of the offense, especially basketball. You know, uh, you know, you got to get acclimated to your new teammates, new coaches, get your shot down, get your conditioning down. We just historically see a little bit better with unders to start the year. But here's the thing, guys, and Michael, I think you're going to love this. Uh, the NBA is cracking down on these what they call uh, abnormal basketball movements. So we see it all the time. Guys at the three-point line, someone's up in his, uh, in his uh, airspace. He does a fake he, to get the foul to get three free throws. NBA is not calling that anymore. Adam Silver has had enough of these fouls, and we're seeing free throws at their all-time low, only 19.5 free throws per game. So with this crackdown, it's fewer free throws. It's 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 you know less stopping the clock. Uh, clock's running, less free throws. Uh, not very good in terms of overs, but great to unders right now. So odds makers, I think, are going to adjust. But guys, I'm looking at really playing this under trend, really specifically with the NBA cracking down on fouls, and it's much better to watch. I, I think you guys would agree instead of every two seconds a whistle. Four games thus far for Michael's Heat. They have yet to even. Give up 100 points, 95, 91, 90, and 93 last night to the Nets. You think they're dialed in early here, Michael, to play about, some defense? Yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, they're a good team. I mean, this is what you got to be a good team. You can play defense, and you got mental toughness. Big news, though, Patrick, when we come back, Deshaun Watson, another reporter, Charles Robinson, well-respected. He also agrees with John with John uh, Mc, John McLean, uh report that there's a deal between Houston and and Miami waiting for Deshaun to settle the cases. That is a tremendous tease. When we come back, we'll discuss Deshaun Watson potentially to Miami. Josh, have a great day. Great information. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Good luck today. Okay, we'll continue. Deshaun Watson to Miami. Michael's got the scoop. We'll come back with that next here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you can sign up today, BetMGM. Enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. It's the king of sports books. Green Bay, Arizona tonight. $10 to win you $200 paid for in free bets for new users over at BetMGM. You just have to use the bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200. So, again, either Green Bay or Arizona scores a touchdown. Doesn't matter the outcome. You're going to win that 200 bucks. Get over there, BetMGM.com, or download the app, 1-800-GAMBLER, if you have a gambling issue. Okay, we'll get to the Thursday night affair with the Packers and Cardinals coming up in just a bit, but as Michael teased right before the break, some corroboration as far as what John McClain, who's been covering the league for years, you know, Michael Houston Chronicle, uh, you have a report coming out from another reporter that is respected saying potentially Watson to Miami could get done. You know, Charles Robinson's the NFL reporter for Yahoo, and he does a great job. He lives in Houston as well, and obviously he's wired into what's going on, and he's reporting that Deshaun Watson must reach a settlement with these 22 cases in civil court uh, before the gotcha. trade will ever be consummated. Okay, so that he's got to 11-2, which is next Tuesday, to settle these cases. Now, 
you know, what does that mean? I don't know. Will the league then suspend him once he settles? How does it work? How does it all go through? I mean, all that's legalese. That's going to take some time. And then once he settles those cases, then the league can make some sort of ruling whether they're going to suspend him for conduct detrimental or they're going to whatever they're going to do. But without, without the legal ends of it, it's pretty clear that twofold, that Miami is off of, of Tua, right? And the other thing I think that's other clear is that they want Watson. You know, they're, they're going to go through all this to do it. And as us as a betting network and helping betters out, I think Buffalo at 14, I think that line's going to start to move a little bit. Because once this news starts to spread throughout the building, and yesterday we saw Tua say he's tired of hearing about it. You know, it's become a problem for him. And it is a problem for him to manage it and to deal with it. It's a problem for Brian Flores. He's trying to coach his team, but the team's being distracted by its own self, right? I think that's 13.5 right now. At some shops, it's 14. You know, I think it's going to tick back up. It was starting to come down a little bit. But to me, I think Buffalo would be a solid play here because I think one thing I do know about being in the league, when players get the sense that something else is going on outside the game, then it becomes a problem. That number's off. We're at 14. So you nailed it. 14. Yep. Bills go. everywhere painted and across Valdez the board. Scanling is not pl- and Valdez Scanling is not playing. I was told that Valdez Scanling is not going to dress tonight no matter what. So the top so, three receivers. You know, for all those, well, if he's a top. I mean, Randall Cobb. It, 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 look, if I was in fantasy, I would play Randall Cobb tonight. He's going to get the ball. Yep. Why? Because Rodgers trust him. Adams out, Lazard out, and as you just heard from Michael Lombardi, not, I mean, he's missed the last four games. I think he was eligible to come off the IR, but Valdez-Scantling out. doesn't. Ca- I mean, listen, he's a talented kid. He just doesn't catch the ball, and so he won't play tonight. Consistently, yeah. Yeah, consistently. He, yeah. I mean, this is going to be a Tanyan, a Tanyan, you know, uh, Cobb. I think it's going to be that. And, and I think you're going to see Dillard in the backfield. I think you'll see Aaron Jones. I think you'll see Aaron Jones as a receiver. You'll see Dylan and Aaron Jones on the field at the same time. Aaron Jones is the second leading receiver on this team. Mm-hmm. He's got 26 catches. You know, so I think you're going to see a little bit of that. Okay, so just to back up a little bit on the news with Watson, great job with that. It, from what it sounds like to me, Watson ain't going anywhere. This is not the you under the it's it's glacier. He doesn't want to settle because I think settles a, a admission of guilt, right? I mean, so now he's got to deal with the league, you know. And what's the what? what if he if he's taken this, if there was a time to settle, and it would have been this summer if he wanted to settle. But I think he believes he's innocent. You know, and you've got to admit guilt in settlements. I believe. I, and again, I don't know. I'm not a legal. I'm not a. I'm not a lawyer. But to me, I think that's the problem. I, and, and I think it's hard to get 22 people to agree uh, where we're going to go eat by Tuesday of next week, <laughs> let alone make a settlement. Yeah, I, the judicial process. Can you process, imagine that? No. I mean, I can't, I can't pick out a television show on my TV with my wife. It takes two hours. Can you imagine trying to get 22 people to agree on anything by next Tuesday? No chance. <laughs> There's no way. I don't think. Maybe they will. Maybe, they, maybe the one lawyer who's handling all the cases can get it done. I can't. I can't see it. I mean, but I do, you know, as an aside, I, I even like the Lions, I, I think it's we're in the value business. I think every team should have been inquiring because you might be able to get a discount on this kid right now. Every team should be inquiring. I mean, as far as Watson services, uh, somebody like Detroit. Yeah. I mean, you might as well ask. 
Yeah, see what you, you know, see what the cost. I think it's going to still be significant. And and where do they do with Tua? Is Tua going in the trade? Is Tua going to Houston? Are they going to take Tua as an asset in this deal and then feel like they could flip Tua? Question is, do they want? And I mean, how does this affect Tua's mindset? I wonder who still values Tua. You know, obviously, is a guy that went before Herbert in the draft, but you've been pointing out since before the draft, there isn't a ton there. And so it's almost like, do you want another team's garbage? Not calling him garbage. He's actually played okay this year. But it's like, dude, does another team just want to turn around and take well, on I to mean, him? Look, Patrick, Patrick, we have people that believe, you know, pro football focus. Let's bow and genuflect when we say that. You know, pro football focus. They have him as the sixth best quarterback over the last two weeks. Pro football focus. Now, we've got to talk about them. I mean, they know all. I mean, when we go see pro football focus, they know everything. They said he's the sixth best quarterback. I mean, watch the game. Here's what's fascinating about pro football focus. They, the people deal with that like it's behind some closed door, like it's some, you know, like it's the Wizard of Oz back there. It's somebody watching the tape. It's literally somebody watching the tape giving the grade. It's no different than me or you or anybody. Now, does that guy have experience in the league? Does he understand the schemes? Does he have all that? I don't know. But Pro Football Focus has him as the sixth-best quarterback. Pro Football Focus had Trey Lance as the greatest quarterback since college football was invented. Yeah, Pro Football Focus certainly has. Don't get me going, Patrick. Don't get me going. They have an air of superciliousness. You've got to listen to that. Tyreek Hill's not a number one receiver, according to Pro Football Focus. Oh, really? Why do you think the Why do you think they're struggling? He's hurt. He's playing through his injury. He's trying to get on the field. Ask. I, I said this to somebody the other day. I said, go ask five defensive coordinators in the league who you fear the most when you're playing a team. It's Tyreek Hill. But Pro Football Focus has him 11 best receiver. <laughs> I, I'll go with Pro Football Focus. I won't listen to Don Martindale. I won't listen to him. I won't listen to Bill Belichick. I won't listen to any of these defensive coach. I won't. I, I'll ignore them. I'm going to go with Pro Football Focus on that. Yes, absolutely. I'm going there. Yes, they have a supercilious nature to them. Hey, by the way, speaking of, uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like they're they're, 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 they're the levitating above the rest to, of us. It's like they have all the information. It's like there's some power summit that comes out and says, oh, Pro Football Focus says, like that gives you credibility because you're quoting them. It gives you no credibility. It actually makes you look bad. When you're sitting there saying Tyreek Hill's the 11th best receiver, when every defensive coordinator in the National Football League is scared to death, they're holding on, they're wearing two jock straps when he's on the field, you know, and you're saying he's the 11th best receiver. I mean, come on. And just look at the name. They focus. They focus hard. So you got to give them credit. Well, focus. 11th best way, you know, 11th best. There's Jamal Adams on Pro Football Focus. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even look. So you're telling me Tyreek Hill's not in the top 11 at Pro Football Focus? That's what I was told. He's the 11th best receiver. I saw it come across the screen. He's not a top 10 receiver? You know how NBC has, has it, you know, because Collinsworth owns Pro Football Focus, so they put it across there. <laughs> And then you got people that quote it, the gospel. It's the gospel. PFF. We shall now, we shall now quote pro football focus. We all genuflect. Okay. I mean, seriously. To a, I, I, I said on my show, on this show with you, with us, both of us. Yes, sir. I said, Tua's going to have a good game to game. Yes, you did. There was no doubt he was going to play good against Atlanta. They have no secondary. He's going to play really good. Will he play good in Buffalo with a little bit of wind and the blitzes attacking? No, I don't think he will. But Pro Football Focus might say you <laughs> It's just funny the way you say it. Pro Football Focus. It, 
Tua played well. well. You got to back off. You got to say it. You got to say it with reverence. You got to yes. say it with reverence. I mean, it's pro football focus. Now, we don't know who it. the guy's grading the tape. We don't know who's grading the tape. It could be some guy who's never played football before, who's never put on a uniform before. He's in some basement. Maybe he's in Iowa City. I don't know. Not in Des Moines. Maybe he's up in Tacoma. I don't know. But he's grading the tape. Let's see if I can find 10 wide receivers better than Tyreek Hill. I don't. You can't find. You can't. He changes the game. You're scared to death of him. He he catches a slant and he outruns everybody to the corner of the end zone. He's been playing hurt the last three weeks. We judge people in the last three weeks. He's hurt. When you're hurt, you don't play good. Got 40 seconds. That was wonderful, yeah. by the way. Arizona. Thank you. What are you going to do? Are you going to lay the six and a half? I think I would take. I think I would take Rodgers in the six and a half. I don't think. I think that the, the, it's too many points. Even though my numbers say seven three one, I think it's still too many points. I don't like it. I think Arizona's not the same team either. I think they're a little beat up. Then you know what? Wait for the seven. I think you might hit seven, Mike. Yeah, wait for the seven. If you... I think you might. I, if it gets to seven, I'm all over it. Any thoughts on Pro Football, Football Focus, Focus on the let's way see what, Let's see what they say. I'm going to call them on my way home and see what they say. You know, I mean, they, listen, I got to listen to them. Give them a follow on Twitter. Good follow Matt, on Twitter, Pro Football Matt, Focus. Matt, Matt, I want you to listen to Matt, Pro Football Focus. Thanks, Matt Santos. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Have a good Thanks, Pro Football I'll Focus. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.